RTHK, the news at one with Barry O'Rourke. The top stories, almost 400,000 Hong Kongers book crossings to the mainland ahead of the return of quarantine-free travel tomorrow. A doctor urges families planning trips over the border that their children are vaccinated against COVID-19. And three Hong Kong men jailed in the Philippines are finally allowed home, months after their drug convictions were overturned. The Chief Secretary, Eric Chan, says there are still plenty of spaces left for Hong Kongers wanting to travel to the mainland in the coming weeks, despite a rush of bookings since registration opened on Thursday. He revealed that almost 400,000 people had now secured places for quarantine-free travel from tomorrow until March the 4th. Speaking on a radio programme, Mr Chan said officials would monitor the situation and if things go smoothly, increase the quota and open more crossings. He says a full reopening is still the aim. With open bookings for the next eight weeks, with a daily quota of 50,000, there are almost three million places available. There are adequate spots for people who would like to go to the mainland during the upcoming Lunar New Year holiday. People can plan their trip ahead. I hope all these arrangements will be convenient for citizens who would like to cross the border. A paediatrician is urging parents planning family trips to the mainland to ensure that children are vaccinated against COVID-19. Ahead of the return of quarantine-free travel tomorrow, Dr Mike Kwan from the University of Hong Kong said only a quarter of children aged between six months and three years had received the jab. He stressed that children were at risk of serious complications and, in the most unfortunate cases, death. He also advised people travelling across the border to keep their masks on and practice good hygiene. I would like to stress that it takes two weeks to develop adequate immune response after vaccinations. For those who plan to reunite with relatives and friends around the Lunar New Year in the mainland, should complete a specific dose of the COVID vaccine as soon as possible. Apart from vaccinations, proper use of face masks and personal hygienic measures are also important means to protect oneself against respiratory viruses infection. Three of the four Hong Kongers who were jailed for life in the Philippines on drugs charges almost seven years ago are back home, almost 11 months after winning their appeals. Damon Pang reports. Chan Kwok Tung, Lo Wing Fai, Kwok Kamwa and Leung Shu Fok were arrested when they tried to board a boat in Subic Bay in 2016 for possessing and making drugs. Other than Mr Leung, the three won their appeals in February last year, but they continued to spend months in detention. The trio said they never committed any crimes and so they insisted on appealing, while stressing they think Mr Leung is also innocent. In a statement, they thanked the central and SCR governments, the foreign ministry's office in Hong Kong, the Chinese embassy in the Philippines, a former lawmaker, the press and the Hong Kongers who offered help and donations to them. The three said they hope the governments can continue to help Mr Leung so he can be released soon and reunited with his family. The financial services conglomerate Ant Group says its founder, Jack Ma, no longer controls the company after a series of shareholding adjustments. Mr Ma, one of China's most prominent businessmen, previously controlled more than 50% of voting rights at Ant, but the changes mean his share is now about 6%. The company says the changes are part of an improvement to corporate governance and won't affect its operations. 
The US House of Representatives has again failed to elect a speaker to end days of deadlock that have paralyzed Congress. The senior Republican Kevin McCarthy had said he was confident he had enough support to win despite losing 13 earlier votes. He's been blocked by hardline conservatives from his own party, but a growing number of the rebels decided earlier to back him. However, in the past few minutes, a 14th vote also proved inconclusive. A Republican congressman, Patrick McHenry, defended his party's handling of the process. We know it's messy, but open and transparent debate is what sets us apart from authoritarian regimes. In order to outcompete our adversaries, we must adhere to the principles that make our nation, this nation, our constitutional republic, great. And that starts with a free and open exchange of ideas. And that's exactly what we've done this week. And now to the weather. It'll be dry with sunny periods in the afternoon and cloudy tonight. Moderate northeasterly winds becoming fresh easterlies at night and the outlook, it'll be cloudy and windier with a few rain patches and cool in the morning in the next couple of days. It'll be relatively mild and humid in the latter part of the week. Currently, the observatory is 21 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is 52%. Please be aware that the yellow fire danger warning is in force. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. A six-year-old boy has shot and wounded a teacher at his school in the U.S. state of Virginia. The teacher, a woman in her 30s, was hurt during what's been described as an altercation at Richneck Elementary School in the city of Newport News. It's unclear why the boy had a gun in his first-grade class or whether he knew how to control it. The local police chief, Steve Drew, told reporters that the teacher was in a serious condition in hospital. Her injuries are still considered life-threatening, but she, there was some improvement the last update that we got. The individual is a, a six-year-old uh, student. Uh, he is right now in police custody as we're working at the best way to our partners and different resources to address that situation. This was not an accidental shooting. President Volodymyr Zelensky has welcomed a U.S. announcement that it will supply Ukraine with Bradley fighting vehicles for the first time. The tracked vehicles are used to transport infantry and provide covering fire. Mr. Zelensky said they've been an important asset in the fight against Russia. Today, a new package of U.S. defense assistance for our country was announced, and a very powerful one. For the first time, we will get Bradley fighting vehicles. This is exactly what's needed. New guns and projectiles, including high-precision ones, new missiles, new drones. It's timely and strong. The Mexican president has defended the military operation that captured a drug cartel leader, Ovidio Guzman. President López Obrador said the soldiers had acted responsibly to protect the civilian population. Nineteen members of the Sinaloa cartel and ten soldiers were killed during and after the operation on Thursday in Culiacán. A federal judge in Mexico has suspended any extradition process against him by the United States. But Joan Grillo, a journalist in Mexico City, says that's where, that's where he's likely to end up. There's two judicial proceedings against him in the United States where there's these charges of trafficking crystal meth, marijuana and cocaine and an extradition order already asked for. But in Mexico, they've got various charges, which they haven't unveiled exactly what they are, but including organized crime and probably more charges from yesterday itself. And we'll see. I think it's probably likely there'll be an extradition. 
In sport, tributes are being paid to the former Juventus Chelsea and Italy striker Gianluca Vialli, who's died at the age of 58. The Italian Football Federation says his death has left an unfillable void. He was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer for a second time in 2021. He had a glittering playing career, which saw him win 59 caps for Italy, lift the Champions League with Juventus. Vialli also managed Chelsea, winning the FA Cup, League Cup and Cup Winners' Cup. More from the BBC's football correspondent John Murray. An enormously popular man wherever he went, the loss of Gianluca Vialli will be most keenly felt in Italy, but also in England, where he was a key figure in Chelsea's rise to their current standing in the game. Vialli was brought to Chelsea in 1996 when Ruud Hullett was the manager, eventually taking over from him in that role and leading the team to success in the European Cup Winners' Cup, the League Cup and the UEFA Super Cup. Before that, in his native Italy, he was at one time the world's most expensive footballer when he moved from Sampdoria to Juventus and won trophies aplenty, including the Champions League. And only in 2021 he was able to celebrate at Wembley one final time as part of the management team under his friend and former teammate Roberto Mancini when Italy won the European Championship. And on the pitch, Manchester United have beaten Everton by three goals to one in the first of the weekend's 32 FA Cup ties. The BBC's Lee Blakeman was watching at Old Trafford. United through to the fourth round. Anthony got the opener after just three minutes. Connor Cody equalised less than ten later after an awful error by David De Gea. United were back in front just after half-time. An own goal from Cody this time, turning a Rashford cross into his own net before Rashford himself wrapped the game up from the penalty spot deep into stoppage time after Godfrey fouled Garnacho. Calvert-Lewin thought he'd equalised for Everton at one stage, only for VAR to disallow it for offside. United, in all honesty, should have won this one by more. But it's ended here at Old Trafford. Manchester United 3, Everton 1. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Almost 400,000 Hong Kongers book crossings to the mainland ahead of the return of quarantine-free travel tomorrow. A doctor urges families planning trips over the border that their children are vaccinated against COVID-19. And three Hong Kong men jailed in the Philippines are finally allowed home months after their drug convictions were overturned. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 The national flag, the national emblem and the national anthem. As stated in the Constitution, our national flag is a red flag with five stars. Our national emblem shows Tiananmen Gate under the five stars, spikes of grain and a cogwheel. Our national anthem is March of the Volunteers, which represents courage and perseverance. National symbols and signs belong to all 1.4 billion Chinese, belong to you and me. The national flag, the national emblem, and the national anthem belong to us all. Let's respect them. I'm Dr. Eminem. The pandemic is surging with more contagious mutant strains. The elderly are at the highest risk if a new wave comes. Scientific data shows that those with stable health can receive COVID-19 vaccines. Take your elderly relatives to get the jab at community vaccination centers, designated general outpatient clinics, elderly health centers, private clinics, or hospital COVID-19 vaccination stations, or opt for the home vaccination service. Radio 3. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. And we're back. There's a little cover. Got a couple covers, few covers maybe. Daughtry, featuring Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. Here's Separate Ways, Worlds Apart, Michael Lance, Playlist Posse, Music Masterclass coming up soon, right here on Radio 3.
bitch. We 